you are listening to Takedowns to Breakdowns. You, you chose right. you chose the perfect background, by the way. I love the I love the the rainbow galaxy star menage behind you. I think it's I think it, I think it fits you. I don't know why. It just fits. I feel like it fits your worldview and your evolution and and your change and your growth. I, I, I don't know. It just it just it all fits. It all fits. <laughs> Dude, I didn't even know this was a thing because apparently on mobile, anyways, like this option isn't even. A thing background like, yeah no background yeah so yeah Ooh. this is like amazing to me right now I like it yeah for those of you though who don't know I've been working off of like a 10 year old laptop and I the way Matt and I would have to do this is I'd have to run Skype on my phone and then record off my laptop and I finally just caved in I bought a new laptop thank God so I can actually run all my programs at the same time like a normal human being yeah, it's it's way better now. It is way better. Yeah. Um, so before we get into the main topic of what we want to talk about today, I want to know mm-hmm. how is how has the last week been to you, fitness wise? Because I know you've been you've been slaying this new routine. How, how's that been? No, I, I it's been consistent. Um, you know, again, just trying to work on the cardio. Um, I only was able to cut like an, an extra minute. I feel like the first week or so when it came to running on the treadmill, I mean, I cut several minutes. Um, I think I told you it was like in the 20s, 20 something minutes, cut it down to like around 12. Um, So I I just managed to get down to like 11, I think it was like 1113, 1114, something like that. So I've been consistent around that trying to get to that 10 minute mark for the running. Um, and I've just been doing the usual stuff, you know, with the, uh, the kettlebell, I have my dumbbells there. Um, and that's about it, but I've, I've been consistent and I've been pushing myself and it hasn't been getting boring yet. Um, and I still feel like I'm getting a challenge every time I go, you know, go there to work out. So I'm not getting bored and I'm staying consistent and I'm staying on top of it. That's all I can ask for. That's all I can. That's all anybody could hope for when it comes to a journey like that. So that's awesome. That's that's really cool. I've yeah. uh, I've been doing the exact same stuff, pretty much. Nothing's changed on my end. But um, I'm waiting for equipment to come in. Like I ordered a like a like a smaller barbell to fit in my garage, mm-hmm. and that hasn't even shipped yet. I ordered weights for that bar. They're not shipping until October if everything goes according to plan. So the supply lines are going down, and that doesn't help. That doesn't help much. But um, anyways, let's jump right into the big topic, and that is for those who haven't seen it yet, the final Ip Man movie, Ip Man Four, which is out on Netflix. Um, which if you don't know who, if you're listening, Ip Man is essentially the uh he's basically Bruce Lee's teacher. That's the that's the shortest way to put it, but he's yeah. uh he he was a a grandmaster um over in China and he has a very uh very deep reputation and story when it comes to uh martial arts. Uh and, and Ip Man's about that. Now Ip Man of course greatly exaggerates many key points of of <laughs> this this guy's actual life. It's not like he was yeah. actually, you know, fighting eight Japanese, uh, like, Shotokan guys at once um, for his life. And he wasn't fighting in, you know, Western tournaments uh, against boxers and kickboxers and, and everything else and wrestlers. That, that, that's, not what this is. that's not really what happened. But the movies are very entertaining. And before we talk about Band 4, I want you to describe and give your review of just your take on Ip Man, the series, like the movies so far? Do you think they're ridiculous? Do you think they're really well done? Do you think they are honorable? Do you think they, like, like I want to hear your side of this. Well, as far as honorable, I don't know if they're doing the actual guy, the actual Ip Man a favor or any justice. I mean, well, first off, I'm a, I'm a huge Donnie Yen fan. You know what I mean? I Like... He's a world-renowned martial artist. I get it. He has his credentials. He's, you know, he's he's legit. Um, 
not to mention, like, I'm just a huge fan of uh, the old school, like, ridiculous martial arts movies. Um, you know, and I, I mean, th- that's pretty much what I know Donnie Yen from. So besides those from, like, the 80s and 90s, I want to say, like, this was probably the most modern Donnie Yen, like, series of film I've seen since, like, those old school movies. Oh, okay, now, okay. I was about to ask, what do you mean by yeah. modern? But thank you for that. Thank you for clarifying. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. I, actually, I lied. That Jackie Chan movie with Owen Wilson. Is, is it Owen Wilson? He plays, like, the bad guy. Shaolin. One of the bad guys. What was it, like, Shaolin? Shaolin. It was it Shaolin Knight? Uh, sha- no, Shanghai. Shanghai Nights. Shanghai Noon. Shanghai, Shang- yeah, Shanghai Noon was the first one. And then there were Shanghai Nights. There was that two? That took place in London. <laughs> okay. Yes. All right. So, so let's... All right. But re- regardless. So... Yeah, regardless. <laughs> regardless. Continue. The first thing I realized, and I didn't really think about it until I had watched the fourth It Man movie. Right. Um, these movies have a formula. And what is that formula, and Mikey? So, <laughs> the, fo- <laughs> the formula, obviously, the movie are always, always starts out with... Hey, what's it man up to? What's his personal life? What are the pros and cons to his situation at that time? Oh, okay. Now uh, we're going to introduce some factions here. We're going to introduce whether it's uh, uh, another rival school or teacher or group of teachers. It's some sort of Asian society. By the way, every movie has an Asian society. That so this is one of the formulas. Okay. Every fucking Ip Man movie has an Asian society of kung fu, gung fu, whatever, uh, senseis, instructors, whatever the fuck. And Ip Man is always trying to get their approval, and there's some (laughs) reasoning behind it. Like, oh, you know, like, I I need paperwork so my son could get to school. That was the fourth movie premise like yeah my, my, my son I, I really want him to try to go to school here in America but I need the approval of this Asian society and it's like no no because uh, we, we <laughs> uh, you, you're just whatever you're not part of our gang so get the fuck out of here and <laughs> he has to like prove his worth and there's always that one that one instructor out of the society that like steers him down and they have to have this like showdown on the table it's always on a table and they're always doing this this balancing act it's every single fucking it man movie so he's always trying to prove himself to some asian where are these asian societies coming from there's always an asian society asia i seriously doubt that every i i i i I, I truly believe there's some sort of asian society in real life like but yakuza every like no matter where this poor man like ends up like it could be anywhere in china it could be in 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 fucking downtown or or, or little tokyo or, or, or china rather in america the the chinatown excuse me he could go to chinatown chinatown has their own asian society and it's all the same bullshit next point so there's always some sort of bad guy right or or bad group bad community of people and in this case it was uh americans specifically the american military yes um (laughs) no did you know that the um so i guess a quick side note for those who didn't pick up on the description this is a spoiler cast so lots of spoilers for the entire and series but um yeah yeah boyka the guy who plays boyka like the, was he like the head general guy? Yeah, he was the guy that was fighting everybody. The no super shit. angry karate instructor. Yeah, you, you couldn't tell? By how jacked wait. his shoulders and legs are? <laughs> that was him. Wait, 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 wait. Are we, so was it the actual instructor, the one that wore the gi? Or was it the guy in uh, the military gear who you found out all of a sudden like, oh, this guy knows some shit. Just like, you know, Keanu Reeves in that other movie, which I don't want to rehash. Um, no, 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 no. He's he's. I don't know what uh, what other guy you're talking about. The, the the. So there's a guy in there. He's like the instructor. He's the guy who um, all you you literally the entire movie just see him in a karate gi. I believe it's like Shotokan karate. 
uh, he's supposed to be like a Shotokan instructor, I believe, and he's teaching the military. But then there's like the actual guy that's in charge. I don't know if he's the, the lieutenant general or whatever. He's the one that's in the army fatigues. Um, and this guy, the instructor, he actually has like a cauliflower ear. Like you could tell. I mean, he even has a fucked up face. Like this dude is, he's an MMA fighter. Like that. that's all I know about him. But you could tell by looking like he knows some shit just by the way he looks. Um, so there was that guy who was the instructor, but then I'm, there was... I'm talking about Scott The leader Atkins. of... Scott Atkins is Boyka. Scott Atkins is Boyka, and he's the guy that fights the, the Chinese leaders in the end. Yes, yes, okay. I, I, I actually didn't Boyka. know that was that's, Boyka. Yes, okay. that's Scott Atkins. That is Boyka. Okay. Anyways, continue. Um, continue with your breakdown of it, man. So, and there's a lot of, like, corny, you know, little one-liners and, you know, that moment where he's, you know, Boy, we'll just call him Boyka. <laughs> Boyka's, you know, talking to the karate instructor. He's like, hey, listen, and they're having, like, a, <laughs> like a, a little conversation. And uh, he's like, you know, I think Shotokan karate is the best martial arts in the world. And he's like, yes, sir, I know. Like, you know, like, stupid shit like that. Like, I get it. You... <sighs> Fuck! It's just like, there was a lot of corny shit, like little moments. I'm like, ah, cringe. Um, so yeah, uh, uh, for whatever reason, they made Americans out to be not that this is hashtag news to anybody, but very racist, um, especially to the <laughs> especially to the Asian community. Um, but what really kills me is like, literally, it's like if you walk in with, God, I am gonna sound just like a racist. But if you walk in to, if if you're in the movie, if you're living the life in this movie, and you have slanted eyes, you will get the shit kicked out of you by preppy white kids in your school. You will be spit upon. You are heathens. The police don't like you. The white people don't like you in general. You right, are okay. Okay, so so here's a quick side note about the movie. Um, and I realized it was they they leaned heavily into that. Part of that is historically accurate, right? Because this takes place way back. This isn't modern times. This takes place. I'm pretty sure after World War World War Two. I think if not, no, 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 before World War Two. This takes place like. Back in the 20s, no. 30s, I think. No, 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 no. This is, you have to understand, this is um, Bruce Lee is starting. So Bruce oh, Lee, right, right, they, right, they right. show him, um, this is the time frame where he was doing that demonstration of him at some sort of seminar demonstrating for the first time the one-inch punch. And it's the famous video of the guy being flung back and he's he ends up on the chair and he falls back into the chair um, yeah, yeah. So yes. you would, it, 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 I would, if I had to guess, I'd say mid to late sixties. Um, right, right. That, that's a very the good point. First, the, yeah, the first few movies, I'd say maybe the first one took place around maybe the thirties or forties. Um, okay. But yeah, so but even then, even in the sixties, you know, like segregation was still a thing. I mean, think about Martin Luther King Jr. You know, like that was yep. what. 60 early 60s he was assassinated um so racial tensions you know, are accurate I, I, i'm just saying that like, like yes to, if yeah. we're gonna be contextual don't get me wrong and again we'll get into the specifics of this movie the gang up scene on the little girl was a bit fucking excessive but i mean there are definitely some racial tensions that uh, by the way and that was all due to her getting the cheerleading role over the preppy white blonde girl right and they beat the shit and i'm talking like it was one girl and a bunch of jacked dudes like <laughs> just ganging up on this poor asian girl right but on a side uh, you know what to be fair the asian community also had an issue with white people so and this is what gets into the whole bruce lee aspect of the film Right. Now, 
one of the reasons why, as I mentioned before, you know, it man going to America, uh, he got an invite from his student, Bruce Lee, to go check out a seminar he was doing just to say, hey, you know, like, come see what I'm doing, like what I'm showing the people here in America. And, uh, you know, not only was he going there to see this demonstration, but also to see what life was like, him and his son not really getting along, um, especially after the death of their mother, you know, the boy's mother, um, it man's wife. Um, and so they've had like a rocky relationship and he, he figured, you know what, let me see if I could find a better life, better school for you to go to. Um, in America. So he had many reasons, not to mention he finds out, you know, he has cancer. So it man's got a lot on his shoulders. By the way, the cancer, not really a big uh, twist in the movie because he could still kick fucking ass, which would, I assume he already had stage four cancer. Um, <laughs> So he, he died in his 70s, I think. His mid Well, I'll tell you what. Whether the guy was in his 70s or 20s since It Man 1, uh, Donnie Yen has not aged in any of the films, uh, nor did he have wrinkles. gray hair. He's got some uh, wrinkles. Mm, you know what? He had wrinkles in the first It Man. He still had the same wrinkles in It Man 4. What know. I'm saying is... is he, he looks a little bit old. He has some grays in the back of his head. Uh, well, my whole point was like, even with Donnie Yen, like his character, they didn't make it seem like It Man had aged. It almost seemed like time froze in It Man's life, like his biology just froze, and he just made it through the 60s somehow, looking the same. And even, and I'm going to jump forward because, spoiler alert, the guy's dead, right? So. Well, he yeah, because he dies of cancer in real life. So Right. But even like the photo when you see Bruce Lee going up to his uh, his coffin, his, uh, his his coffin, and there's the picture, and it's just young Donnie Yen, and I'm thinking to myself, like, well, which it was that the photo from one, two, three, or four? Because it's the same goddamn it man. By the way, it man was known to be a bald Asian guy. Why does Donnie Yen have a full head of black hair? Anyways, so that's not my point. Let's go back to what I was uh, to what I was getting at. So, um, so he, yeah, Bruce invites him to come over. Donnie ends like, you know what? Let me check that out. Plus, see what else America has. You know, uh, see if I could help my son out. On top of that, so he goes to America, and uh, in order to get his son accepted to the school, first off, the school actually tells him, you need to get a letter of recommendation from your Chinese society in Chinatown. So I don't know why that's even a thing or what kind of government power this Asian society has in Chinatown that they are just their own government or whatever. <laughs> but that's a thing, apparently. I don't know if that was ever a thing, but in It Man 4, it's a fucking thing. Yes, it is. So he has to go to his Chinese society to get a, rec a letter of recommendation so his son could go to the best school in whatever, wherever he was at. Now... It man goes to the Chinese society. They have an issue with him because, uh, well, lo and behold, the members got a hold of his student's book that he wrote um, all about, you know, the, the techniques of, you know, the art and the idea that, uh, oh, there's a Chinese man showing the white man, you know, our our way of life pretty much and we can't have this this is an issue um and they said pretty much because because of this we're not gonna write this letter so bye and uh again going back to the formula in every movie donnie yen or it man has an issue with the Chinese society. The society has an issue with him. All of a sudden, throughout the movie, Donnie Yen somehow proves himself or he helps out one or a few of the members from the group, and all of a sudden, they're all friendly. Hey, you know what? <laughs> I am going to write that letter of recommendation for you or whatever. But uh, in, in other words, they're on good terms. 
in every Ip Man movie, he's always on good terms at some point with the, this any Chinese society. Um, but now the military. You know what? Screw that. The martial artists that were white in the movie. Um, I don't know if this was the style of acting they were going for in the film, or maybe, again, just... China has a different way, or, or they use different methods of acting. But uh, any time, like when Ip Man was at the diner with Bruce after the demonstration, and they're just talking, and then all of a sudden the students are coming in, and he's like, "Oh, you know, Ip Man, like these are my students, you know, meet them," and blah blah blah. All of a sudden, another. <laughs> Another karate faction comes in. It's like, hey, like, you Chinese, like, we're going to kick your ass. And it's like, guys, like, let's fight outside. And then there's Bruce kicking everybody's ass. But then there's that one guy in the alley. I don't know what the fuck the one guy in the alley was doing in his gi. Like, I don't know why he was roaming the streets in a gi in the 70s, dark alley, (laughs) just one lamp. But he comes out of the dark underneath the lamp. He happened to have nunchucks on him, which he didn't even fucking use, really, until Bruce took him from him. And, uh... Just that it was one of those whole scenarios. Like I told, it totally reminded me of the seventies, late sixties, early seventies karate film. Just the way the the enemies would present themselves, and like the friendliness of of any sort of ally character. Like it, it, I will say, it did give me like a it, it was a modern yet nostalgic feel um, when watching this It Man movie. It really was because it just it it the like I said the acting the portrayal of the characters was that of something that I would have watched that was produced in the seventies. But anyways, um, of course you had to have like the the token black guy you know with the fro and he's got the beard and he's like this jive guy and there's you know all these twists and turns like you got the one black guy who's Bruce's student, yet he works for, uh, I guess it's like immigration, and there was that whole issue where uh, the girl who was getting beat up before, uh, her father was actually one of the Chinese society members. And it was the member, coincidentally, that It Man had an issue with and was having a little showdown with. And uh, there was like a, a scenario there where the father of the blonde preppy white girl, her father, head of the immigration. Uh, so there was this whole like threatening of him getting deported or whatever it was. Like they had him in custody at one point. Uh, oh, oh, and all because, all because she didn't make it on the cheerleading team or at least the captain or something like that. Um, so, the military. Uh, again, I get it. Segregation was still kind of a thing. Or at least people were trying to get over it, but it was still very much a thing in the 60s and the 70s. But, like, the military was very much um, pro I wouldn't say pro-white, but pro-American. So, and I say that because they did show people in their, uh, they did show soldiers of different ethnicities, um, but it was more or less of pro-American. They're, which, that's obvious, right? But. Well, I th- feel th- like there's that big scene at, near the end where that's this the American military student who's also a kung fu student runs up and he's like I forget what he said but it was some cheesy um like like he, like you can't make us you because we are you. We are all ourselves and we are all unique and that's that's America. Not you. Yeah. Not your America. How dare you? My Sifu is here. Like it's <laughs> Yeah. It was like Oh, what killed me too is when that soldier in particular brings in uh one of those kung fu training like wooden dummies 
Um, and it, I don't know if he was trying to prove a point like, hey, like we could use this to train and like something happens to where the punishment was. <laughs> you just see that general guy standing there and it's just burning. <laughs> like, I, <sighs> okay, so l- let me let me let me say this. Okay, so we've gotten the summary of the movie and how it man four at its core is like all the other it man movies. And here's something to say about the Ip Man series. They are all very pro-Chinese. I'm not saying yes. China's a bad thing. I'm not saying being pro-Chinese is not the right way to, to do it. But it's clearly made for a Chinese audience. It yeah. it's In every movie, it typically paints either the Western or Japanese adversary in a bad light. It over enhances the negatives like the arrogance and the coldness of the japanese like remember in the the japanese dojos everything was gray like everything mm-hmm. was almost black and white and it was all just yep. no smiling just just straight hardcore even when they landed like when they would uh like like snap their geese it was just whoosh like everything was super yep. it wasn't fluid and colorful and soft and and and, and uh Expressive and deep, like Chinese kung fu was, when they would show the scenes where they would be training. You know, it'd be soft music and bright colors, and they'd be wearing, you know, like like soft clothes, and they'd be like fluid and gentle in their movements. It 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 really now those are things that we know. Like you and I both know. Well, I mean, to say kung fu is a soft style is, I think, that's stereotyping a large swath of martial arts. There's definitely kung fu uh, methodologies and techniques that are. Um, much more linear and harder than people expect from such of a circular fluid type of uh, uh, art but I mean you and I both know like the difference between and we've talked about this the difference between like the Kyokushin Shotokan Japanese striking style versus the Chinese Kung Fu style you know what I mean like like it's very it's very obvious and you and I both trained with in your case in my case against uh, people who've who who come from those backgrounds so it's not like it's crazy it's just it's not like it's a overreach of how dare they show strict cold you know hard japanese martial artists like no that's that is what that is you know it's yeah. overemphasized yeah. it is super heavily emphasized in the film <laughs> they make it really obvious how cold and hard and and just like the the strength that they try to root from in Japanese martial arts versus you know Chinese kung fu like it's like that's obvious and it it was the same thing at Ip Man Four and Ip Man Four the thing that blew me away the most I I <laughs> everything you said was right I definitely tried to ignore the fact that once again there's this giant circular table that rotates <laughs> that involved fighting <laughs> I and it, I just I. I focused on the fact that it really pushed hard the story of what was going on at that time frame, which was the American introduction to accepting like Asian culture, not so much tolerating it, not so much experiencing it, but like accepting it. Like when Bruce Lee made it big, Bruce Lee was a fucking culture phenomenon. Like, like, there's nobody else like him. There's nobody else that defines what he did, um, like like what he could do, like Bruce Lee. So, and to, for him to put Asians in such a positive light in America was a huge thing in the Western world. That was a big deal. I like the fact that the movie did focus on the Chinese resistance to that because that we all know that's true. Because we all there's all the rumors that you know Bruce Lee was murdered by Ch- the Chinese mob because of what he was doing to Chinese culture and how he was exposing yeah. the secrets of the East. Uh, so yep. was it over-exaggerated? Yeah, it was a little over-exaggerated. You know, I mean, I think the biggest the biggest exaggeration about that was when you have Ip Man, who at that time is Ip Man. He is the Ip Man. Like, he is that guy. He's. It's not like... Who's Ip Man? I don't know who this guy is. No, like in that in in history, he is Ip Man, and he shows up, and, and and he shows up to Chinatown, and they're just and they're all just, well, this is Chinatown. This isn't China. Who the fuck do you think you are? 
<laughs> just and he's just trying to be very respectful like well but we are chinese and uh i just wanted to say hello and and it's nice to see everybody here they were just your student's an asshole he was like oh well you know he's <laughs> he's been in america and not with me for quite some time now so i'm i've heard of what he's been doing but i i'm not really in close contact with him they're like well you can go fuck yourself or <laughs> Or you tell your, you go tell Bruce Lee to go fuck himself. But those are your options here, buddy. And he goes, okay. And then they like they try to fight him. And he was just, well, nope. I'm, I really don't need to fight you. Um, I just wanted to say thank you because this is, you know, Chinatown. And I'm Chinese. And I'm in a foreign country. And it's nice to be around my, uh, my, my, my compatriots. But um, I can see I'm not welcome. So I will leave. And then right before like this is when right after uh boyka comes in and kicks the shit out of everybody uh, out of the entire chinese society he just beats the fuck out of them and wide wide open public display in the middle of downtown uh and then don yen's just sitting there and they're all just we are chinese we are one you know just like (laughs) we are here for each other because we are all chinese and donnie Yen just sitting in the corner just like yeah that's what I was expecting when I first got here. Um, <laughs> didn't realize it took an ass whooping for you guys to come around on that, but okay. And, and then and then after that whole bullshit, there's a giant banner that says, like, like we're all Chinese together or something like that. And I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, just, could, you, could you make it more ridiculous? Like, I get it. Like, there was some beef and there was a lot of, lot of arguing and a lot of dissent about what Bruce Lee was doing with within Chinese uh, culture. Mm. Yes, I can. Because the rumor is he was killed by Chinese people because he was doing it. So yeah, I 100% believe that that's going on. But it blew my mind away that that that, that, that scene happened. It's just, here's it, man. The most famous like martial artist of our generation. And here he is coming into our Chinatown, into our Chinese society meeting. And we want to tell him, go fuck yourself. Because of your student. Let's just... Grant, it's cinema. Yeah. I get it. It's for the film. But it just, that blew me away. That blew me away. The other thing that blows me away, and this is another, I think this is not an Ip Man thing. This is a martial arts, especially Chinese film, like Chinese cinema martial arts issue. That I, that's, it blows my mind away. It started back, back in the first Jackie Chan, first Jet Li, first any kind of movie I've ever seen. Why is everything solved with a public display of violence that is widely accepted? Just widely accepted. I don't understand that. Yep. I just don't understand it. Like, it's always... And it's, it's, it's not like, you know, oh, we're in a dojo. You came into my dojo. You want to challenge, like, the, the traditional style of schools fighting. Okay, I, I, I understand the turf war of, of dojos back in the day in the feudal fucking age. But... In modern times, like in the '60s, in this movie, we have we have national military representation coming into a public area of town, and then physically fighting and harming immigrants and citizens in the public, and nothing happens. No repercussions. There's no dissent. There's no protests. There's no riots. They all just go, oh, well, you know, that guy, his karate is real good. He just beat the fuck out of us. That white boy's got some kicks. Like, that's all yeah. they, that, that's like the extent of it. And it's just, it, and then, the, and it happens later in the movie. When Donnie Yen, when Ip Man goes to a military base, he goes on to, he goes on to a military base. I know. Do you look? Do you know? Don't you love how freely people could just do that? <laughs> it, by the way, he gets driven onto a military base with no sign-in process, no visitor badge, nothing. Somebody else walks him, like drives him onto base. He walks into an open garrison where there's an, an entire infantry like platoon training, and then he just goes, "I'm going to fight you, sergeant of the U.S. military." In a hand-to-hand combat match until one of us drops and cannot continue due to pain or suffering or injury. And the sergeant just goes, yeah, my karate will show you. And then everybody goes, line up. And everybody just lines up and they just all watch this happen. It's just, I get it. It's a movie. It's a movie. I get it. It's a movie. But those scenes really make it hard at times when it's just, 
it's modern times. Like this, this, this wouldn't be happening. Like the alleyway makes more right. sense. Not the fact that there's you know like a six foot four, two hundred and ten pound jacked guy in a pure white gi with a black belt and nunchucks <laughs> in the dark part of an alley. Uh, like yeah, that part was a little weird, but that made more sense than anything involving the the everything else. Uh, anything involving the Chinese society getting their shit kicked in. By this this karate sergeant, and then Donnie Yen, it man, going onto a military base and fighting that same sergeant. I just that made more sense to me. I was more okay with that than the other two scenes. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. This, but yes, I know what you're saying. But I was gonna say, and, and this I, this is the point I, I was making. When you take it from the granular level of what they're representing, they're representing China in Chinese culture and Chinese martial arts versus everything else. Like you saw it, it, it's perfectly exemplified whenever you see a different martial art against any Chinese martial artist. So when you saw the military, go- when you saw Boyka fighting everybody, all the Chinese people, Boyka is this like, he's snarling, he's showing his teeth, he's yelling, he's like gritting, he's just this menacing mean hard straight lined hard hitting muscular big guy and you see the chinese martial artists always trying to be stoic mm. a face of calm and peace i'm using my kung fu to to like uh, uh like reflect and deflect this energy that's coming from you and you see it it's just it's just it's heavily emphasized. It's just super, super heavily emphasized. Like the last fight with Donnie Yen and Boyka on the military mm-hmm. base. How many times is Boyka like yelling and screaming and he's got like an exploded eye hole and he's got like a giant <laughs> cut and he's just like, ah, ah, and he's like throwing punches and kicks and Donnie Yen's not making a sound and he's just bleeding and he's just staring straight ahead. He's not looking angry. He's looking stoic. He's looking neutral. He's looking peaceful. And he's just fluid with his blocks and parries. And he's just, he's, I don't know. That's my take on it. It's just, it's this yeah. overemphasization of everything about the martial arts differences and the societies affiliated with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Um, I have to say, too, another thing with this formula in all four movies is Donian ends the final battle with a flurry of punches with like, you know, the 10,000 punch technique, the fast jabs. Yeah. You know, it's like you had this move at your disposal. It seems to bring every, just flurry everyone. Why is it? Why do you only save it when he does half the people, half the people are dead or in some sort of critical condition? He does. He does it. It man too. When he, I think when he faces like the Japanese, uh, a martial artist. He just flurries like four of them in a row. He just he literally does them in every Ip Man movie. It's the final move. It's like oh oh can't wait for that Ip Man move. <laughs> and he does it on every final like bad guy. It's in all four movies. The flurry of punches. It's always at the end. And Ip Man's always the winner. By the way, I want to emphasize again. He did all of this with stage four cancer. So do I? <laughs> do I? think because i'm sure this question will come up uh, and it, it, it's it's kind of what you asked before anyways do do i think this is a good representation of the guy himself it man fuck no that guy just rolled over in his grave and <laughs> wow I mean, and you know what kills me too again like obviously yeah it was way over dramatic and I guarantee you 70% of that shit was absolutely not true. Never mind overdramatic for a movie. But, like, at least shave your head. Like, look the part, Donnie Yen. Don't, don't look so I did not ex- 48 in all four movies when it takes place in 1940 <laughs> to the late 60s when you perished from stage four cancer. By the way, even cancer, you look damn good for having stage four cancer. I like, think, I think it's really surprising that this is your reaction because you're such a martial arts cinema buff i thought this was going to be the creme de la creme the cherry on top of the cherry of martial arts films for you of modern times to see 
the apex of a Donnie Yen tri- uh, series. And here you are shitting on the entire series. Did this movie sour you on all the Ip Man movies? Or is this movie... Are you just really just mad at the Ip Man 4? So... Ip Man 3 was Mike Tyson. Ip Man 2 was, I want to say, the Japanese art? The Japanese occupation? And then... Or, no, no. I think Japanese occupation was number one. Number two was when he had to fight in... No, no. Flip that. Flip it. I'm pretty sure Ip Man 1 was when he fought uh, in the tournament. And he fought like Mm -hmm. boxers, the English boxer and all that stuff. Ip Man 2 was when there was the Japanese occupation from the war. Ip Man 3 was Mike Tyson. Ip Man 4 is Boyka. Yeah. I think. I'm pretty sure. I don't remember. But I'm, I'm pretty sure it's around something like that. So it's funny because, I mean... I was inter- I was thoroughly entertained. Don't get me wrong with the first three, and it, as far as modern martial arts movies goes, I I still have to say I think John Wick, the John Wick series, is probably by far number one. I haven't yet found anything to come close to that as far as like. Uh, some sort of realistic martial art um, scenario or fighting scenario. Uh, And I get it. Like when it comes to the Chinese culture, that's a completely different game. Like you're going to see people walking on branches and shit, you know, and they're like flying in the air. Like it's, it depends on the art style. The thing with the Ip Man movies was, it wasn't until the fourth one that I actually started thinking about the other three and the pattern and all these like, it's like this formulaic pattern and scenarios that would happen, you know, and it's the list that I already talked about and it's just in every single movie. So I'm kind of disappointed with the laziness um, as far as that goes, but was I entertained? Yeah, I mean, I sat through all the movies do, do I think they were the best movies? No. Um, but I was entertained. And it is historically inaccurate, the entire series. So, yeah. That's, that's I, just my say. I need to see the movie. And I think it was done by like the like WWE Productions, I think. Um, the movie with Bruce Lee when he fights the monk who comes from China. I forget. Yeah, I I actually never saw that movie either. I want to see that movie now because I want to see if that tension is replicated where I understand Bruce Lee was a polarizing figure for Western countries. He was also polarizing in Eastern culture in, in eastern countries like china for i think different reasons i'm really mm-hmm. interesting to see uh that movie now after watching it man 4 so i i wouldn't say i wouldn't say it man 4 is like the worst movie ever but it's a movie where watching it if you've seen any other it mans you go that's what i expected yeah I, I, this is all expected um i don't know if it's fanfare just oh we're gonna do a table fight scene because everybody loves those i don't know if it's that or if it's uh but every movie you know yeah (laughs) every movie has a big round spinning table (laughs) it just it it, like we get it i I, i'm excited about i'm excited about anything that portrays and hypes up martial arts right but here's the problem and it's really hard. I, I'm, first of all, I, I think I think MMA is actually a negative in this regard. A lot of people like to say that MMA is the end-all, be-all of combat. And I don't think that's the case. Um, the amount of MMA fans I've, I've spoken to who, who think Kung Fu can't be used in a fight, and as somebody who's fought multiple, multiple Kung Fu practitioners multiple times, and gotten my shit pushed in by all of them, trust me, it's... it's it's not that they beat me with Kung Fu, but to say that they didn't learn or use anything from Kung Fu, I think is uh, completely false. 
Um, mm. You know what I mean? Like, and I think if if you think so, if you think otherwise, I would say then you should go fight one of my uh, one of the people I've I've trained against who's who's uh, well versed in kung fu and tell me how that feels because um, it sucks. Uh, I yeah. think. I think MMA and movies like this, they, they do the similar idea. Now, MMA is very harder, is, is much harder to really compare because that's something we're seeing as a sport in live time. So you're seeing yeah. judges and rounds and, and, and ground rules and striking rules and like, you know, the amount of uproar just over eye pokes alone. Although that, that's the thing I love the most, the MMA fanatics who say nothing that's that's say because MMA is so absolute, no other techniques from other arts can really compare. And then they bitch about an eye poke, because that changed mm. the fight. And it's like that's just the eye poke. What do you think about other things that people could do? Like, <laughs> just anyways, yeah. anyways, I, I think movies like this paint kung fu in the exact same light. The difference is that when a it's cinema, so it has to be entertaining. But B, it's done in a cinematic way. You and I both know there's there's almost, besides maybe John Wick, there's a lot, I would say 99% of all fights in all movies are for Hollywood. Absolutely. They're for entertainment, you know? Um, none of them are really realistic. Uh, but I, I feel like it paints, it's almost like the objectification of, of Kung Fu with the Ip Man movies, which kind of throws me off. And the man of Tai Chi did something like this that was very similar. It paints Tai Chi and Kung Fu in a similar light of this um, bastion of absolute perfection once mastered. That it's un- this unstoppable force. And I understand it's it's just a story. It's just a fucking movie, right? But in the movie, it's just... I don't know. It, it's it's just it's so weird how to take it because it takes place so far from reality. Mm. You know what I mean? But it paints it in a similar light. It, it 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 kind of enhances this desire of curiosity with uh with the actual art itself. Look at just look at the uh, Born Identity, like Justin Born. The Born Identity came out, right? And guess what happened? Krav Maga blew the fuck up. Because yeah. somebody said, oh, that looks like Krav Maga. And everybody went, oh, what's Krav Maga? And it's like, oh, it's just this, it's like the self-defense art. I'm, I'm going to be a master of Krav Maga. It's like, okay, go ahead. It's fine. You know, it's, it has its strengths and it has its weaknesses, just like everything else. But there is this weird objectification of the absoluteness of Krav Maga. You know what I mean? This weird pedestal mm-hmm. it got put on. And that's the same pedestal MMA gets put on when people watch a lot of MMA. It's just, well, you know, that's why jiu-jitsu is just the absolute, you know, best martial art because you see how well blah, blah, blah executes arm bars or, you know, like how well they do like the arm drag into the juji or how they do. Like, it's the same thing. Like, oh, the wrestling, like, look how well he he chain wrestles and grapples. You know, Habib shows how there's no better martial art. Blah, 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 blah. It's the same pedestal that gets put on these things. And I feel like when you watch a movie like It Man, you watch a movie about specifically about Chinese martial arts, it's this weird pedestal that gets put on. This weird just like, look how beautiful and perfect it is. You know what I mean? And that's okay. I get it. That's the audience you're pandering to. But I feel it when I watch it. Like, I'm watching watching Donnie Yen. like, Like, it's like something broke in his arm. And his hands like shaking, so he like wraps and goes like tiger paw or whatever, and he just like Bush! like like goes really, really tight. Um, yeah, it, it, it's the live objectification that I'm witnessing that just throws me off a bit, and you know what I mean. And the the best scene about this, I think, was actually probably the Bruce Lee fight in the alley versus the guy in the gi. You had the fluid. Uh, it's Jeet Kune Do, right? But you have like this fluid, dynamic, adaptable martial arts. Um, and then you have just this... Like this super strict, straight-lined, Japanese-styled karate. Just... Yep. And even when he like sets up, it's like box-stepped karate. You've done that stance hundreds of times. Mm-hmm. Just... just <laughs> yep. How's it just going through your punches and shit? So like... That's what I mean. That's what I mean. It's just you literally had a a guy in a Japanese gi 
doing a Japanese martial arts in an alleyway at nine o'clock at night somewhere in America fighting a Chinese dude just because he didn't like <laughs> he didn't like a demonstration he did of of showing his martial art. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. That's that's how I see it. I mean, I'm not like against it. It's just it's something that that it's something that gets tiring for me. The formula is tiring, but feeling that like that that the kissing of the feet of kung fu mm-hmm. the whole film is just what gets to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yep. Don't get me wrong. I there's plenty of martial arts movies that are like that, but there's a lot that do it well that aren't. Like when I watch a Jackie Chan movie, I never think of anything I just said about the Ip Man series. Not that Ip Man is better or worse, but the Jackie Chan films almost don't specifically cater to that idea of martial arts. It's almost just, right. here's a guy who practices martial arts, and oh shit, he's in trouble. How's he going to get out of it? Oh, look, what a coincidence. Yeah. It's great. He knows martial arts. <laughs> like, and it's just, it's just <laughs> doing stuff. And that's a Jackie Chan film, and that's why it's brilliant. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love that. That's exactly it. It's just him doing stuff. <laughs> and it's just... That is the best description, yeah. It's just... Every, almost every Jackie Chan movie is about a guy who knows martial arts, who gets into some shit, and then while it's a good thing yeah. he knows martial arts, like there's, I think there's, I forget which movie. He's a complete. He's probably a few of these that fit the description. He's a complete innocent guy who accidentally bumbles into something, and then guys just want to hurt him. He's like, "Why are they hurting me? Why do they want to?" And he's just, he's running, and he's just jumping, <laughs> and then like they're trying to swing at him with chairs. He's like ducking, like oh, and then he's like throwing shit at them, and like, and that's like a good third of the film. It's just Jackie Chan yeah. escaping guys that he doesn't know why they're attacking him. <laughs> Yeah, it's just wow. It's good that he has mobility and strength and explosiveness for martial arts, and it's good that he's creative. And (laughs) oh man, that's good. And then when he finally finds out what's going on, he's too far deep, and he's just like, "Well, I might as well see the end of this." Like, it's a good thing I know how to fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't really see him like set up a crane pose, you know, in in like a modern Jackie Chan film, and that's like the big apex of oh shit, he's going into crane. Oh man, he's about to use the crane style, like. You know, you, you know what I mean? That's not the point of the film. The point of the film is this guy knows martial arts and he's going to use it to get out of situations. <laughs> that's yeah. that's what it is compared to something like yep. Ip Man. Now, maybe I'm wrong in, ju- in like judging it because Ip Man is about Ip Man. It's about the the Grandmaster to Bruce Lee. You know what I mean? It's, it's about this this the, the legend of this guy. So you, maybe that's why it's on such a pedestal because it has to be. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, do you think they would show a Bruce film movie where it shows Bruce losing? Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, you're right. I, I was trying to think. I there, you know, there's one movie where technically he kind of dies at the end, or he does lose, but the true ending is he wins. Um, and I want to say it's the Chinese Connection, where right at the end he gets shot by the police officers. For his crimes, um, but that's literally like how it ends. Right. You know, he jumps up in the air. He's doing like his his like flying kick or whatever, and the, it freeze frames, and you just hear the gunshots. Yep. But but yeah, you're. But even then, it's like in a way, he won. So. Yeah. So I mean, I I think. I I think there's. I don't know. I, I I think because the cinematic emphasis is on the power and strength and the superiority of the Chinese martial arts and Chinese culture, um, like the underlying story with the little girl, right? The little Chinese girl that got mm-hmm. bullied for making the cheerleading team. How she's trying to reject her roots in her traditions of her culture when she's like, Ugh, I don't want to do Tai Chi I don't, right now. I don't want to practice. And her father's like, you must calm down and practice with me. And she goes over and she just goes, oh, okay, fine. And she starts doing it. It's like that. Yeah. They didn't have to show that, but it, it showed how she was trying to, to westernize because she was identifying with that culture. But they sh- yeah. they showed that cling, like, no, you're Chinese. This is what it means to be Chinese. You must do this. And then you see the struggle of that art with her father being beaten by this western alpha male. But then you see the Chinese alpha male and Ip Man show up. You know what I mean? And then he yeah. beats the fuck out of him. So it's 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 the 
it's the weird it's it's that that little underlie which really showcases almost like this this message that has to be seen about china and and being chinese and that's almost what i feel like it is it's like what does it mean to be chinese Fam- good family values honoring your elders practicing your kung fu being like being yeah. calm and at peace being balanced all i'm not saying they're bad things those are all great things but the way they're identified as only chinese do you know what i mean even when you had the uh the 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 black character with the afro you know what i mean mm-hmm. when you had like bruce leroy come in and he was he was a martial artist who studies under bruce lee so under so technically um it man's like his sifu if you want to go by the line right like technically he's a sifu for, for that guy right like yeah so even when he shows up he is super western like oh man you're it man you're the it man right hey i know you i i studied to bruce lee it doesn't bruce lee he's your student right hey come on man let's go and there's that man just like okay i'm going to <laughs> yeah quietly get up i'm gonna yes yes i'm just smiling <laughs> nodding yep okay you have a lot of energy right now you're not containing it you're not you're not at rest you're not at peace you're all over the place because you're Western. Like, you know what I mean? Like, those little jabs, mm. those little those little things. Like, is that guy like that all the time? Maybe. Maybe he's just, you know, super energetic. But that's a point. You know what I mean? They made a point to show that scene and make that guy come off like that. Yeah. And have it man respond the way he did of being yep. calm and just being gracious and, and, and being polite. You know what I mean? So it's... um. Yeah, it's it's just that weird pedestal that I can, I can I can see I I feel like I'm looking up at it the entire movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's too many cliches like that for sure. Right, right. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, anyways, th- th- that's my opinion on it. That's I I don't think. Okay, let's do this. Let's do this. One out of five stars. Five being the highest. One being the lowest. What do you rate Ip Man for? Three. I say three because again, the the movie was it was entertaining. Like I I sat through it, you know. Um, but it, it it was exactly what we talked about. Just you see the formula, you see what's been done over and over again. And if if you did see any of the previous movies, then you know like. It's just rehashing the same thing, you know, the, the people he encounters, the, the things that happen throughout the film, the people, the, the, al- the, the new friends and allies he meets and, you know, how, how they overcome a dark situation and, you know, he, he, he comes out at the end and, you know, so I, I would say three um, because it was watchable. But just not, it just was, it, it seemed lazy to me. Ooh, that's a word I did not expect to hear. Lazy. Yeah. yeah. Lazy. And I'm going to be be honest. I think they did the fourth movie only because there was another movie that was out. Another It Man movie that was played by an older gentleman the guy looked like at the time maybe he was in his 50s or 60s so he did play an older it man um i actually saw that movie after i saw the third one it's a whole it's a different actor and everything like okay. nobody in this film is from any of the donnie Yen movies um and it's a completely different story but it did end on the note where his son is filming him practicing on the wooden dummy. Um, but what's interesting is in that film, his son is like a full grown adult. And I actually don't even remember what his occupation or like career was. Um, but he was like, Hey dad, I have this can you know, this camera, like, why don't we film before you pass because you're sick? You know, some of your techniques, uh, whereas in the Donnie Yen films, he's uh, he's a high schooler. Yeah. So it's just very weird seeing those two different perspectives. Um, 
especially in real life when you know again like you said the guys the guy was in his 70s so nothing just seemed historically accurate whatsoever did that bother you more the historical inaccuracy over everything else that we talked about i could literally say you know what hey i'm santa claus but i'm gonna go film a rambo movie but it's like oh but yeah but you're santa yeah no i am santa i'm portraying santa claus but i'm going to kill a bunch of people in vietnam right now because i'm portraying this uh green beret soldier um and i have to go rescue like people that's pretty much what they did they took the the idea of it man but then used him it's like they just took the name Right, and then they, every now and then it's like, "Hey, I'm Bruce Lee. I'm also in this movie." Ha! For like you know five to ten minutes, and then the rest is just It Man and his uh, courageous superhero story. Um, so yeah, I mean it's it's absolutely inaccurate. I mean again, just even the way he looks. Go back to the you know any time in the '60s. If you look at It Man, he's a frail old man. Who is bald? And then Donnie Yen has the same freaking jet black hair in <laughs> It Man one through four. Like, but, but no sign of aging. It, I mean, nothing. Okay, okay, he, okay. So if It Man was bald and portrayed as being older, and historically it was more accurate, his son was let's say an adult and not a teenager. Would that star be a four or a three? I'd give it maybe a three and a half to four because they tried. It's you know it would have been cool to see Donnie and you know looking the way he he is now like in the first Hitman movie and as I would like to see the the progression of age throughout each film because they even tell you what year it is you know I mean we've seen Bruce Lee as a small young boy being introduced by his father to Hitman in uh, it was either two the I think it was the second Hitman movie you 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 get introduced to this. Uh, this little boy, his name is Bruce or whatever, um, you know, and then it's like in the, by the time it's the fourth one, you know, Bruce Lee made a name for himself. So, and it but Man, it Man still looks the same. I think in Ip Man 3 is when we had that Bruce Lee scene when Bruce walks up to Ip Man. And he goes, when he's older now. And yeah. he goes like, I'm really, I'm pretty fast. And Ip, yep. Ip Man goes, okay. And then he like lights his, he like didn't stop me from lighting my cigarette. And he just like lights a match, and he he goes and like Bruce Lee tries to like hit, hit the match and like swipe it out, and it man just slowly moves out of the way each time, and then he lights it. <laughs> yeah, can't stop yeah. addiction, baby. Um. <laughs> <laughs> By the power of tobacco addiction, yeah. you, you, you ain't stopping this smoke. Um, yeah, I think that was at Man Three, where we saw that, where it was a much more evolved Bruce Lee. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Um, but yeah, I mean, p- pretty much just to sum it up, like it's it. They literally just took the name and somewhat of a portrayal of the guy, and again, somewhat of Bruce. Like here and there, they mention him, but it's not like he was relevant really throughout the entirety of any of the films. Uh, and they stuck to a formula and they played it safe. So right now, it would be three stars for me and i have to say i that would probably be for the entire series of films all four i'd say it's it's three across the board oh um, i would you know okay, what i okay. would actually give the i you know i'll tell you what i'll give the first one four because that's your introduction to it it's like oh wow like this was really interesting and the time it took place and whatever was going on and um but that from that from two to four, I'd say it gets it, it it only gets three. Wow. Okay. So you ready for me? Okay. It Man four for me gets two stars. Okay. It Man one for me gets five. Five. It, it Man two for me gets four. It Man three for me gets three, and then you have It Man four. At two. I think they've gotten worse as they've gone on. Um, yeah. I think if you're listening and this is and you think I'm not going to watch Hitman 4, nah, you should watch it. You should watch it. It's 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 yeah. a fun martial arts it, movie at the end of the day. It's entertaining. It's an entertaining martial arts movie at the end of the day. And I like seeing uh, Scott Adkins uh, do martial arts because he's Boyka. Um, I, I think it's just... 
I think it's everything that you said. It's just the formula. And the f- part of that formula is what I said, which is the pedestal nature of viewing Chinese martial, martial any anything Chinese almost. Um, yeah. And I'm not saying like there's anything to detract about Chinese martial arts or anything like that. I'm just saying it's so obvious and so blatant and it's so... I don't know. It's almost corny the way it's done. It's just, I don't know. Maybe if they were more subtle about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe I think that would be... I don't know. I think I think it would be in better taste then. But I think number four is just the apex of all of those things that you and I discussed. And that's yeah. why it's just like way too much. It's just... No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. All right. Um, all right. So, any last words? Because I, I just I got to get going as I do on Tuesdays. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm I'm gonna have to try to figure out what the name of that Bruce Lee movie is called. The one you were mentioning before with the Kung Fu Master. Because now I'm I'm curious and I, I'd like to watch it and see if it's on Netflix or Hulu. The Shaolin or Monk comes. I think it's a Shaolin Monk travels from China, meets Bruce Lee and fights Bruce Lee. And it's like one of the most like um, I'm pretty sure it's this crazy story. I think it. I know. I'm pretty sure it's true because enough people have said that it's a true. Th- it's a real thing that happened, but there's yes. no physical evidence of it happening. Nobody took pictures, recorded it. It was kind of like this unspoken event of just yep. hey, hey, master. This this guy says he's from China and he says he wants to meet with you, and then they kind of just. They meet up and the monk says something about how I need to fight you for something or I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know. That's how that's how mysterious this is. I don't even know why they fought. But yeah. I know it's a it's a thing that historically a lot of people reference as this like almost like a like a fairy tale. Mm. You know? Of yep. how it wasn't just this beat down by Bruce Lee. It was just this this crazy like one on one fight between this random ass monk who showed up um so yeah we should research that we should definitely research that yeah for sure yeah all right man it was nice talking to you we shall catch up soon with more film and maybe then we could talk about uh daniel cormier losing and uh john jones going to heavyweight and relinquishing his belt and all the crazy shit michael chandler losing his belt all this other stuff but for now if you're listening and haven't seen it well we just ruined it for you but you should still go watch it man four. <laughs> <laughs> gotta see it to believe it man hey that's a good way to put it exactly see it to believe it all right man yep i'll talk to you later all right, all right peace, peace.